0: Weeb Ken Warriors: A short anime recap and discussion podcast. My name is Raven. My pronouns
1: are they and them. And I'm Fantas. I use Faye, Fair, and Daydam.
0: I definitely did not fuck up the intro the first time because we were recording this at
1: twelve thirty in the morning, my time. We are
0: <laughs> back at brand new Animal with episodes nine and ten approaching the ending here with human scapegoat and rabid wolf respectively we really fucking get into it there's a lot that happens in both of these episodes and simultaneously
1: it feels like nothing happens in both of these episodes and i think i told you that when we watched it mhm yeah these are some very actiony episodes cuz like they're really starting to wrap things up at this point and so there's not a ton of there are like some new developments but it's more like revelations
0: mhm and you know i like me a good fight scene i I, so i appreciate it it also does make it a little bit harder to talk about so yeah we'll kick it off here with episode nine human scapegoat and uh i think it just like opens after the intro with mishu explaining to Nazuna that there is a real silver wolf and that she should probably stop being a fake silver wolf and then Nazuna's like i have to I gotta, I gotta mislead all of these people. She's really mean this time around. Like, a little bit yeah. more than normal. And it makes me really sad that she's so mean to
1: Michiru. Yeah. Because she's just leaning real hard into, like, this ultimate idol gig thing she has going. And, Hazu, yeah. and like, I mean, Michiru's like, but it's identity theft, ma'am.
0: Right, yeah. And she's like, I don't care. I, like... Being like this. And everyone. And Michiru's just like. Oh okay. Michiru explains that stuff to Nazana. Uh, and then. She kind of like. Flies back home. And Shiro's like. Were you fucking talking to Nazana again? And she's like. Oh, fucking yeah. And she was. I told her everything. And she was kind of a bitch about it. And it's just like. Shiro's like well. Who could have foreseen that one coming? I'm going to the police station. He's not actually that mean, but he might as well have been. (laughs) But he brought he brought her a little bun. He did do that. Shiro is very kind. We love him. Yeah, I make him sound a lot meaner than he really is. And. I'm not going to impact that. At all. Um. (laughs) I'm. Yeah, so Shiro goes to the station, uh Michidu promises that she's not going to do anything like sneak into the medical center or also go to the police station. So what she does instead of the two things that she was not asked to do, she goes and uh goes into the spot where this is very funny. I like the scene a lot. She goes to the spot where her and Nazuna fought, picks up a rock and tries to replicate the throw from mm-hmm. uh when she got in the fight with with Nazana and she uses like super sight amongst other things to track down this rock and it lands in the slums. And once we get to the slums, we get to see more of Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. And I think what you said while we were watching. Jackie that has become Mormon. Yeah. Jackie's become Mormon Uh, and is selling. I, I wrote Jackie is now Mormon and is selling hard water. Because that is just what Jackie's doing. I lived yeah. in a city that had water that was filtered like at that quality. I know that that water is going to just destroy your intestines and your like every organ that you have in your body. You were dying mm-hmm. drinking that water. Water like that dehydrates you. It's funny how that works. But he's yeah. like, I'm a changed beastman. Be the best beastman you could be. And then uh, Michiru is just like. Buddy, you're selling bottled shit water, and uh, Jackie's like, "Oh, it's progress! It's progress!" And it's like, "Oh, okay, it's buddy." It's
1: capitalism. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> There's no ethical consumption under capitalism, and instead of uh, trying to do better, I will simply become part of the problem. It's okay, Jackie. We we all. Uh, that's not true. We've not all sold people deadly water. Uh, but you're cute, so you get off the hook. Yeah. You're just a little bear. You can't commit any crimes. And
1: yeah, but then Jackie goes to, like, remove the filter and Michuda's chain is in there because that's where Jackie's been grabbing water Uh, from.
0: Yeah, that's right. I forgot about the chain. So it's like the silver, the, like, silver wolf cultist chain. And then we cut back over to Shiro, and Shiro uh, (laughs) does this funny thing that I don't think we've really touched on because he has, like, super good scent. But he can also just apparently smell into the fucking past. Because his, yep. like his scent... Like, the whole thing is like, oh, yeah, his sense of smell is very good. But they don't ever explain how he can just, like, smell into the past. And I think it's funny that they don't, and I'm glad they don't. It's less funny if they explain it.
1: Like, yeah, it's like you can assume, like, oh, he smells the traces left over. But, like, you get these, like, super clear pictures of, like, everything that happened. And it's... yeah. Except for Boris his, who just has like a singular stink snake. Yeah. Because he's stinky. Stinky. Uh
0: oh. Uh oh. <laughs> stinky. Stinky. I can't do this whole bit. Um I can't. I don't have it in me. It's it's eleven thirty. There's no it's not happening. I refuse. Um <laughs> But yeah. So he's Senses all of that with his good dog smell. We pat him on the head and return to Mishuru, who is just strolling down the street and walking back to her apartment and like sees Nazuna is getting in a limo with, oh, uh, like two dudes in suits.
1: Yeah, very sketchy looking. Very mm-hmm. shady. Yeah, and, and so. Nasuna, and they all completely miss Mishu, who's walking just in the street, basically.
0: Yeah, and it's like, how did. You miss her. She's not blending in. She's, she, she's like a big fucking Tanuki.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so she freaks out because this is, looks like the same thing that happened with Nazuna when she saw Nazna get, get taken like right after she got turned.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so she's just like, oh fuck, oh god, I'm gonna lose my fucking girlfriend again, bro. I can't do this again.
1: Yeah, so she like, immediately like, cheetah dashes behind a van, which like, knocks her shoes off, and I kind of, and I said this before, but I kind of want to go through <laughs> the show, just to see how many pairs of, like, shoes and, like, other clothes she goes through, because her transformations, like, destroy her clothes in some points, or they just, like, knock them off. Uh-huh. And it's like, I get you're probably not wearing, like, you're not wearing Gucci or something, alright? Mm-hmm. But it's still, there's still a lot of clothes to go through.
0: Yeah, and, like, I don't know, even cheap shoes are expensive, dude. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, she chases after and uh, does
1: one of the two things that she swore she wouldn't do and goes into the medical center. Mm -hmm. And she does her, she has her fun chameleon powers, which, again, chameleons don't work like that. But I do like that, like, her clothes don't go invisible with her, so she has, like, cross her arms and, like, curl her tail up to sneak past everyone.
0: It's very fun.
1: Yeah, and honestly, with the way like her powers are, I think it's more like this is how she thinks chameleons work, so it works anyway. Yeah. Not to get too far into it. It's cause
0: she's a tanuki and they're magical. <music> Anyways. Yeah. too,
1: in the same. medicine.
0: Yeah, so After she sneaks around, she gets like she breaks into this room where she sees Nazana is like strapped into this huge machine, which we'll later learn is like a fucked up MRI machine. And I wish I wish that when I had to get my MRIs, I was strapped into that versus being put in the tube of of fear. I am claustrophobic. Being put in the tube was like the worst punishment in the world. <laughs> God,
1: yeah. That's <laughs> ba- I haven't bad. had an MRI, but like everyone I've heard that has is like, I don't like the tube. It's loud and cramped. It, you, it is. it's bad.
0: I'm like the it was this is fucked up, but like when I was in the tube, my first thought was like, if there's a fire, I'm dying. I'm stuck in the tube if there's a fire. I'm not getting out of this. Cause they like strap your head down and i'm just like that's it this is the tube that's going to kill me and then i was extra anxious because like mris make a lot of noise mm-hmm. but the noise doesn't keep a beat so it's like off beat noise if that makes sense like it sounds like it should be rhythmic and it's not and that was more distressing god that's fucking surreal yeah imagine being stuck in stuck in a fucked up tube And like one of the weird parts about the tube is like, at least when I got the an MRI for my head done, a a brain MRI, some might even say. (laughs) But when I got one done in uh, last year, there was like a mirror on the roof so you could like see a timer of how long you had before the noises would stop. And it was so weird getting to see only the timer. That was the only thing I could see in there was the timer. Which was also unsettling. It's... God. There, it, it's a horror experience. Like, MRIs are something straight out of, like, horror fiction, except it's real, and it, it's it's supposedly good. It supposedly helps you and is good for medicine. <laughs> God. I still get migraines. What the fuck was that bitch good for? It was fucking worthless. And I was stressed out. I know that shit was uh oh, whatever. Different talk, different time. MRIs aside, I wanna leave that in. Um but MRIs <laughs> aside, uh yeah, Michiru gets a, a kinda cool fight scene because
1: some dudes break into the room. Cause like she sees Nasna, she freaks out, so she starts like trying to rip her out of there. And then like a bunch of guys storm him with like their electro dog catcher hook uh loop things.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, after she goes, there's, like, a very cool scene of her crouched down with the cheetah legs, and she's, like, baring her fangs, and it's so sick. So sick. But I'm also just gay and a furry, so that might be it. But, yeah, she goes fucking sicko mode and tries to like kick the shit out of all these dudes and then they zap her and then everyone's least favorite white man alan walks into the room and god he's, yeah. he's like he just kind of lore dumps for a bit and is like oh oh ah, ha, ha, ha! i know why you became Beastman. it's because we were developing a drug and selling it on the black market and uh-oh the the blood packets that we were using to transport the illegal drug, uh, yeah, it just so happens that they uh got mixed into some human blood samples, and when you got hit by a car, you had to get a blood transfusion. You got some of that.
1: Yeah, and the whole explanation, like honestly, they're still teenagers, so it sounds reasonable to them, but to me, it sounds shady as hell. Mm-hmm. And like this guy he's lying through his teeth you just know it because earlier in the series it's talked about how humans and beastmen have different blood types so it's extremely shady that not only did this blood product happen to fall off the cart and then happen to get picked up and put out with like the illegally sold supplies and Mm -hmm. then make it all the way to a hospital and then be given to people. Now, to be fair, though, know, it is type O, which makes it, like, the most kind of likely thing if there are, like, any similarities in, like, human beastmen below, which honestly, there are. There's a common ancestor. Because mm-hmm. that's the type that doesn't have, like, the antigens on it. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, is why it's the whole universal donor thing. Mm-hmm. But it's still shady as hell.
0: Yeah, it's, like, the the whole explanation is, like, oh, the medical center is a place where they research and develop new medicines, which, like, yeah, of course. Any any medical company is going to have some place where they develop new drugs. You have your clinical trials and everything. You collect your samples, but the implication was that the drug was being kept in these blood samples so they could be used overseas, I think. Which is mm-hmm. a horrifying prospect, considering what well, happened. That's at least the vibe I got. I could be misremembering some shit, but... Yeah, that that's not the vibe I got cuz they said it was going to be sold on the black market. We don't have enough information to like fully dissect what it was going on. There. Yeah, no, those
1: two those two guys were selling some stuff on the black market. The drug was separate. It was just also packaged as a blood product.
0: I thought that that was part of it. No,
1: no. I'm pretty sure they're they're like slightly separate.
0: See, and this is the thing is like this entire Section is just confusing as shit because I've seen this, I've seen this show like three times now, and I'm like, I still don't know how this happened. I still cannot explain it. And Alan says it, and it kind of makes sense, but it's like, how, how did this like drug you were testing end up here? So whatever. Anyways, anyways, the drug got in their blood. So now it's time for something fantastic. I'm gonna send you a video. For anyone who hasn't seen Scott the Waz or has seen Scott the Waz or maybe hasn't, there's a video from Clip where he's talking about specific like type of video games. I think something pertaining to video games that white boy only talks about video games and I watch him talk about them, but Mm -hmm. he specifically has this line where he's like gay conversion therapy because. There was something in whatever he was looking at that was gay conversion therapy. Uh fantastic! if you've never seen this clip, I just need you to watch it real fast. It's three seconds. Cause every time I learn about Nazana and Michir here, this is what plays in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause that's all this is. Uh what what she's doing is she's getting researched they're going to pray the gay away, and what they're going to do is turn uh, all these two back into humans, because they don't want to be beast men, right? Come on, why would they want to be beast men? But when you got your funny animals being a queer allegory,
1: you kind of do a gay good, gay conversion therapy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and God, like, everything, like when I first saw this, I was just like, Ooh, I don't trust that. I don't trust that. Because it's like this whole social engineering of people's like faith and everything. It's just like, ooh, ooh, that's nasty. Ooh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But he, I love how <laughs> he's like talking about like, quote unquote, mental entropy. And is <laughs> just like, oh, you mean stress? He's like, mental entropy.
0: Yeah, he really does <laughs> reiterate, I'm not stressing anyone out i'm not sure why i put this in my notes but i did put stop fake dying you're stressing out the hose which i think is (laughs) in relation to that but i don't know where the stop fake dying came from we also did watch this at like the same time last night so who knows what what did she mean uh there's no telling what i meant by that Yeah, Alan's just, like, insisting that they cooperate together and with this. And so they both get in the big, scary black car and get driven away from the medical center. And the only song in the entire fucking universe of Brand New Animal plays, and that is going to be Night Running, of course and there's, like, all these flashbacks of Nazuna and Michiru having a good time, and it's sad because now they're fighting because they're girlfriends, and Nazuna is mean. Yeah, Shiro gets everything explained to him by Michiru, and he's like, well, fuck. Like, he just doesn't really have a good answer. Yeah, he's just like,
1: I don't trust humans for a reason.
0: Yeah, that's really his only takeaway is, like, See, that's why I don't trust these stupid motherfuckers. They got you turned into beastmen! And then I personally think that like Michiru is just giving Nazuna way too much credit in the ending here. She's just like, Nazuna's great, she's all these things, and it's like she's literally treats you like garbage at every opportunity. Girl. Yeah. But then after after that brief scene, we go back to Nazuna laying in bed and boris is there talking about uh the church and Nazana calls him creepy like three times and he's like uh fuck what she also is like don't enter my room without knocking that's also creepy which is funny
1: it's like hell yeah I finally got him to fuck off
0: boris fuck off challenge passed then we cut over to the medical center and learn more about Yaba. And it turns out Yaba's DNA fucking changed.
1: His DNA got all rearranged.
0: Yeah, it did. Alan also meets with the Prime Minister to give him a bunch of anti men weapons. But yeah, that finishes off Episode 9 as it ends right there. Hopping right into episode 10, Rabid Wolf, we kick off with my favorite character, Marie. And she has swindled a horse beastman out of some cigars by putting a bunch of carrots in there and taking a
1: shitty photo.
0: Which is very funny.
1: Yeah, because like you look at the photo and you're like, oh yeah, that's not all cigars in there.
0: No, it's not. He goes into a rampage, kind of like what we saw with Yaba.
1: Yeah, he turns into a larger, only slightly more fucked up horse.
0: Only more slightly. Horses are already pretty fucked up.
1: Yeah, but this one's fucked up because he has three fingers on each hand.
0: Yeah, that's true. And they're like claws, too. He goes into the rampage and, oh, what would you know, Shiro and Michiru are conveniently there. Marie runs into them and briefly sort of explains what happened. And then they see uh, the horse and... They do their very standard leg sweep, suplex, fly him and drop him into the dock
1: move, just like they did with Yaba. And yet, since they've done this before, Shiro now is like, yeah, I can do it without, like, cutting this guy into a million pieces this time. Yeah, Shiro
0: goes puppy mode and just cuts the guy up and roughs him up a bit. And then, all of a sudden, a bunch of turrets crawl out of the ground and start shooting at Michu and at Shiro and at the, uh, horse beast men.
1: Yeah, and you know what? These little bots... They probably violate some part of the Geneva Convention or something, because not only do they have no friendly fire, they also have, like, little crosses on them.
0: Yeah, like, specifically the Red Cross.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Probably violate something.
0: I'm pretty sure it does. I don't think you're allowed to have that on any combat, anything, which, you know, he's trying to argue that it's for sedating beastmen, so he'd find a way. He's rich. If you're rich, you don't violate Geneva Conventions. We know
1: this. Alan Savasta, known war criminal.
0: Yeah. Yeah? Not in the, like, cool way, either. I guess there's no cool way to be a war criminal. But he's not even, like, a sexy war criminal. <laughs> I don't know what to make of the words that I just said. Um, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired, bro. Alright. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, all these fucked up little cap- capture bots that violate the Geneva Conventions come out of the hole in the ground.
0: Yeah, and they shoot the horse beastman with some tranquilizers. And y- have you ever seen that picture? That's like, stop doing ketamine. There are literally horses that need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. that's what I <laughs> stop doing ketamine. There are literally beastmen who like who need to be sedated.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you use ketamine more on like cats. Probably, but don't fight. It's cats, a very funny picture. Drugs.
0: It's a very funny picture that I think about a lot, and I get to reference it in this episode. <laughs> so Shiro tracks the scent of the the beast man to the medical center, so they break in again. Uh notably is like, yeah, I can sneak in, and then they get caught like immediately. <laughs> yeah. Shiro's even like, I thought you said you could fucking do this, fool, you dumbass, you baby. <laughs> And so, you know, Alan's kind of a bitch and is antagonizing Shiro, and not even in like a cool gay way, just like a cishet way, which is to say the bad way. And if you recall, there was the Battle of Nirvasil, which was like when all of the beast men were slaughtered by humans, supposedly. Alan. Reveals that apparently all of the beastmen were killing each other, and the general ran in and just picked off the remainders because they were all in it was a bunch of infighting, and so the general's name from Vasil Raymond silvasta
1: dun, dun, dun.
0: yeah, and Shiro gets very angry, and you know he he's he bears his fangs and gets really angry there's a There's a specific shot where he gets really angry and gets like super fangs and like gets a big, big, big mane as well. And I just love how fluffy he looks in that picture. But yeah, so that's what Nervousil was. Yeah, or at least his recounting. And so I don't remember what the dub calls. So when are our, our beast men go feral there or like get into a rage, there's a name for it. And I think the dub calls it like beast DNA rampage something or other or like beastmen men rampage. The dub name is very bad, but the sub name is like beast dna nervosyl syndrome and so then they just shorten it down to nervosyl syndrome but it the like a long name that they give it is very bad otherwise so alan does some more lore dumping and just says that it is nervosyl syndrome is triggered by extreme stress and that having a bunch of different species of animal in the same spot is what caused the infighting and the stress that killed them all. Yeah, which,
1: honestly, it sounds a little bit sketchy to me. Yeah. Part of it is just Alan saying it, so I think it's automatically sketchy.
0: You're right, yeah.
1: Because he's a bitch who's playing some dumbass chess game. But it's also like, now, wait a minute. If this was an inevitable outcome of this... Why would you fund the creation of a city that would create these conditions? And he talks about how, oh, we we came here because we wanted research and samples and stuff like that. But there are other ways to do that, especially when you have a huge pharma company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things to think about.
0: Yeah, it's it's certainly interesting now that you bring it up. We do learn at the end, at like literally the very end of this show, kind of why he does it. Mm -hmm. Like his motive, but you know. He claims that he wants to atone for his family's sins, and it's, like, prime colonial bullshit right
1: there. Yeah, it's, like, honestly, like, when he goes into, like, at this, it's, like, oh, we're developing, like, uh... And calling it a vaccine, like, makes it even stinkier, because it's just... Ugh. But, like, we're developing, like, this drug that'll deactivate uh BNA, so it basically turns beastmen into humans. And it's, like, that stinks... High oh my
0: god, I just realized hmm? Sorry, I just realized the whole fucking pun of BNA mm-hmm. Oh my god How did that never click before? I'm sorry, continue
1: <laughs> But yeah, it's just this whole drug they've made It basically turns beastmen to humans And it's like, Mechu do Like, if she doesn't really realize it uh, Cause, like, she's just thinking Oh, I can go back to n- my normal life we'll get more into that at the end of the series i'm sure yeah shiro sees like immediately what this is which is genocide yeah
0: it is it's literally just genocide and shiro is justifiably angry because this guy is trying to genocide his people and michu is like i mean shiro he's not doing a bad thing He's trying to help! And it's like, Michiru, he's literally trying to do a genocide. Can you back the fuck down?
1: Yeah, and not to mention, like, earlier while they were walking through the building, uh, Shiro noticed that there were all human scientists there.
0: Mm.
1: Which is just, on top of all this, is just... Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sure something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and they have the horse beastman, like, tied up in, like, a lab, and they're giving him, like, basically, like, the their first doses of this drug which they're doing it intranasally like they're just pumping it into his nose mm-hmm. which is looks so fucked up man it's like they turn him into a human and like shiro like jumps through and tries to like break this guy out and like destroy all of like the drug they've made and michiru who bought into this thing because she really uh, she just can't see it michiru is the
0: like the person that just realized that they're bisexual and they, you know, that picture that's just like gay people. I do not respect the like fresh bisexual sharing that image unironically. Mm. I know a couple of people who did that when they found out they were bisexual. It happens, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and then honestly, when she's yelling at Shiro, she's really kind of parroting a lot of the stuff that Nazuna has been saying to her.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, it's fucking something.
1: Hmm. And then the cops show up because the cops love to protect property.
0: Yeah, and they literally are like, Shiro, we're gonna have to arrest you for vandalism. And Shiro's like, they're literally trying to commit genocide, and he's like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. And Shiro's like, I'm not gonna fucking fight you. I'm going to just leave. So he does. He just jumps out a fucking window. Hmm. I love that he could just do that. If I'm Shiro, if I'm Shiro, yeah, I would jump out a fucking window too. It's just like mmm the cops are here leaps out the fucking window (laughs) i will i will destroy you another day jumps out the window (laughs) so yeah is a bootlicker and it's it's a lot yeah but after that she goes and visits her girlfriend uh-huh.
1: And they talk about how there's going to be a concert.
0: Yeah, and how Nazana is a staff member for the concert.
1: Michi is a staff member.
0: Fuck! Michi is a staff member for the concert, and Nazana... Well, no, because they hire Nazana as staff initially, because it's, like, something that's being orchestrated by Animo City. So mm-hmm. they hire Nazana to be, like, the pop idol thing. Higher in, like, loose terms. That's why it's in my notes. And Michiru is brought on by Nazana to be an assistant.
1: Yeah, and they're talking about, like, oh, I don't get why why she was so mad about the drug thing. I mean, who cares if your identity is stripped from you as long as you get to be alive, huh? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like they're finally, like, talking to each other and actually getting along, but it's, like, in the most fucked-up circumstances where they're both being used towards, like, heinous ends by this fucked-up white guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's there's so much to unpack with that, and like I think the exact wording for one of the things that Nazuna says is that they're doing this concert to calm them down, them being the beast men of Anima City. So you know, there's there's also that, yeah. which is like that that sucks. But after the bad scene, we get a kind of funny scene where the mayor is on a boat and is aware of what Alan is doing and she's like yeah I know what he's doing Shiro's invited there uh he is still a wanted dog but uh you know he just snuck out there it's fine uh Mm -hmm. it's more like they snuck him onto the boat yeah Ishizaki picked him up yeah go Ishizaki I can't even say that with a straight face because I always forget his name but I like him yeah
1: we love Ishizaki here
0: friend we're friend. just pushing
1: aside all the protagonists. We're looking at the most insignificant background character, and we're saying him. We like him.
0: In my uh, Cyberpunk tabletop RPG group, we end up getting very attached to every single NPC that means fuck shit. And the GM ends up not killing them off because we'd all cry. And be very sad if she did. Uh It's very funny. There was a guy that should have blown himself up with a grenade launcher. But he didn't just because we liked him. The power of friendship is truly magical. Anyways.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we're on this ship. And yeah, Mira Rose is talking about like... She she like knows like what Sylvassa is doing. And because like she got the information about like the nervous cell syndrome. And she's really... She's, like, obviously really torn up about it because she feels like, oh, well, I tried to do this great thing for everyone, but now it's just going to kill all of them or something. So she's just really eaten up by this, and I feel for her.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she is, like, crying because she's like, I'll dissolve Anima City, and then this... This thing won't be a problem. I'm going to go speak to the prime minister. That will go well. There is nothing bad that will happen when I go to talk to the prime minister, the man who is notorious for loving beast men and thinking that we are people and deserve rights. Yeah. And so Shiro's like, I fucking guess, dude. And then just like jumps into the water. He just jumps <laughs> into the water to get like he probably could have had them bring the boat back to shore. He just jumps into the fucking water. It's so funny. He <laughs> really does. Because he just, it's not like he, like, you know, dives in. No, he just jumps over the edge of the boat. Like, he vaults over it and just splashes. Like, how extra do you have to be to vault over the edge of a boat just to be able to swim back to land? Like, climb into it like a normal person, you edgy little bastard. I love you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he doesn't even do like that scuba tilt backwards. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then we, we cut back to Michi uh getting back uh to the co-op mm-hmm. and telling like Melissa and Jem that, you know, like a bunch of like, you know, stuff has gone down and Shiro's not back with her. And yeah. she goes up and she sees Kudo who is really sad. because He's all alone. Mm-hmm. Kudo. Mm-hmm.
0: And so after all that, we see Shiro walking up the docks fucking sopping wet.
1: Totally smelling like wet dog.
0: Yeah. So the family pulls up, seeing him, like, soaking wet. They're like, do you look fucking stupid? Want a ride, bitch baby? And he's like, if you even breathe at me, I will fucking snap your neck. Can you not tell that I'm having a bad night? And then Flip is like, hey, you're wanted by the cops. What the fuck did you do? I want in on it. I want the cops to be mad at me. Fuck the cops. A cab.
1: We're the mob.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're the mob. I'd like to kill a policeman right this fucking minute, but I need a reason, so give me one, Shiro. So Shiro gets in the car begrudgingly, and then we cut over to Mayor Rose talking with the Prime Minister, and the Prime Minister meets none of her demands and is like, Mmm, <sighs> ah, ooh, uh, actually, I'm going to fucking kill you now. Uh, you're going to die, and it's going to hurt a lot. He's using all the anti-beast men gear that Alan supplied him with to try and capture Mayor Rose. Yeah. And it's like all of the shutter doors open for this place, and then that's, that's it. That's the episode.
1: That's it. This is that uh, ending where we see Nazana in her wolf form.
0: Oh, it like is. Like the end yeah. credits. Yeah, so there are three different versions of the end credits. There's the standard night running, there's this version where Nazana, when she is shown in the credits, she is in her notably in her wolf form and not in her human form. And then there's a third one that we'll get into next episode, which is very, very, very good that I think about a lot because it's perfect. Yeah. Let me tell you, watching that live and then having to drive back like, two hours back to my house at the time after watching the 11th episode of this and running out of time. Fucking insane. (laughs) I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But we're not on episode 11. We're on episode 10. So, yeah, that wraps that up. Good set of episodes. I, God, I love Shiro so much. I love everything he did in this episode specifically. He works with cops, but that's all right. I can fix him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fantast, fantastic, fantastic! before I talk about Shiro Ogami anymore, where can we find you on the internet?
1: Oh, we're doing me first this time. Well, you can find me on Twitter, unfortunately, at AP274Fantast.
0: And I'm on Twitter at Corvid underscore Lenore. Corvid like the bird, Lenore like nevermore.
1: And we are both at Weebkin Pod.
0: Yeah, we are at that. Rate us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Give us a nice five star or give us an honest review and give us the one star that you know we don't deserve. But I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm so tired. That's it. We're done. I'm going to bed. Have a good Weebkin, everybody, and stay safe.